what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Wolfpack Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Clemens. Here with me, as always, are my two co-hosts and two best friends, Michael Plant and Mike Bonney. Gangsters, what's up, what guys? Up? How you doing? How's it going? Guys, it's football, football week. week. Football and, week. And we had a game last night, and oh boy, was it awesome. You guys are watching it together, right? Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, that, Fucking, awesome. uh I I had uh, Tom Brady going uh, against you, and I loved watching that. Uh, how, how did you feel about watching that? My my uh, butt stings a little bit after <laughs> the spanking you gave me last night with uh, Antonio Brown, Amari Cooper, and Tom Brady putting up uh, 120 points on me. I, I won't lie. I, I was surprised by Amari. I didn't think he, he went two off. Pennies. CD was looking good, though, too. That whole offense looked good. Got a little bit of drop issues, but... Defense looked bad. Kind of for both sides, right? Well, Tampa Bay just lost their number one corner. He's done. Did you see that picture of his arm? Oh, my God. That was brutal. No, I actually didn't see the picture. It definitely bent. It's bent. Oh, brutal. But anyways, guys, what we're going to do today is last season, we were mainly a game preview show, and that's what we're going to jump into this week since we got... Games, obviously. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> uh, but first, before we get started, I want to remind you guys, please subscribe to the YouTube channel and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts, on Apple, Spotify, whatever you can find us. Um, but are you guys ready to jump into some news? Absolutely. All righty, first things first here. Austin Eckler sat out Wednesday's practice due to a hamstring. It's not the hamstring that he tore last season, which I don't know if that's better or if that's worse. What are we? Uh, what's what are we doing about that, guys? I'm worried either way. Oh yeah, me too. I mean, I, I didn't you say he was Matthew Barry's boy this year? Yeah, I'm not too thrilled about it. Everybody <laughs> knows who his boy was last year. Well, I mean, it's it's funny because he's also Dylan's boy this year, if I remember and correctly. And mine. I thought Eckler was going to be good. I mean, he still could be good, but you never want a hamstring injury, especially for a guy who just came off a wicked hamstring injury. No, hamstring, hamstring injuries are just bad in general. I oh, mean, yeah. I did the whole injury report last year, and it was basically hamstring, 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 and then <laughs> probably two weeks. And it's a lingering injury. To, it's, yeah, for sure. It, Julio Jones last year. It's it's a brutal injury and it's 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 a fantasy killer. Mm-hmm. But uh, how about uh, Gus Edwards? This news coming out the other day, uh, he's uh, out for the year with a torn ACL. Uh, and then you know, of course, the Ravens went and signed Le'Veon Bell and went and made him fantasy relevant again. How do you feel about that? All the way to make him not fantasy relevant. Yeah, I was gonna say two more guys. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't really want any of these no. guys, man. So you got Devonta Freeman, Latavius Murray, Le'Veon Bell, and Watch. Tyson Williams. Is Michael Plant, is Williams still the guy? Is that the guy you want? I mean, he's an undrafted free agent. Uh, he's He hasn't proven anything. Le'Veon Bell at least has some proven talent. I don't know if he still has it, but he's proven it before. Well, last year he proved that he didn't have it. <laughs> That's why he lost his job to Darrell Williams the second half. Who, who knows? Maybe he got in shape this offseason. I mean, who, who are we to judge? Uh, <laughs> fair enough. 
I don't believe you. <laughs> I, mean, I don't believe you. Do you do you think the signing of Javante Freeman of their practice squad is going to do anything here? No, I just don't want that backfield at all. If you if you have somebody from it, hopefully it's the Tyson Williams guy. I feel like he'll get the first shot. You think so? Yeah, I think he's gonna get the other ones can't play Sunday, right? Uh, well, they haven't said. I honestly haven't heard. I know Bell was signed to the practice squad, and so is Freeman. I don't think they're eligible to play till Monday. I could be wrong, or like actually on the roster till Monday. Didn't you also see that they signed Latavius Murray to the fifty-three man roster? Yeah, so he could play this week. Yeah. I'm glad I picked him up, and I'm glad I'm glad I uh, drafted him in a couple of, uh, in the Scott Fish League. Well, what are you, I just don't know when you're ever going to need him. Maybe in a deeper league, like 14, 16 team, man. But I can't. If you're really in ten or twelve, it. you should not have to be relying. Yeah, if you're Latavius relying Murray on Latavius Murray, in you're in trouble. I just feel like nah, nah. I'll, I'll take him in the Scott Fish bullet as long as he, you know he gets that role. I think he's the. He's the freshest uh, running back in, on that squad, and he's got experience. Uh, he's coming off career year in yards per carry and yards per reception. Uh, he he still has juice. Uh, I don't know if Defonte Freeman has as much juice as him. I, I I know Le'Veon Bell doesn't have as much juice as him. <laughs> no, uh, the only one that's in question is Tyson Williams, and he just hasn't proven anything. Nobody really knows much about him. One fumble from him, and he could be you know out done. <laughs> Kind We've seen like, that from Ronald Jones last night. Poor guy. <laughs> yeah, that was oh. – <laughs> hopefully nobody started Ronald Jones last night. <laughs> uh, jumping in the next bit of news, uh, Saquon Barkley listed as questionable, obviously still trying to come back from that ACL injury. Even if he's a go, I have a feeling he's not going to play all the snaps. Like what – are you – I mean, I think you have to start him, right? You have to. You There's start no, your studs? Yeah, yeah. but you, I, I'm you def- it's definitely risky. You absolutely start him because, I mean, you drafted him most likely in the first round or early second round, or maybe you got lucky and he fell to the late second, but you drafted him as a starter. Um, you're going to take his uh, ups and his downs. I mean, even Zeke last night, he, he didn't look great, but, I mean, that's just the first game of the season. So, Can I give you guys an interesting thought here? What do you think Shoot. about what if you what do you think about if Saquon's surprisingly inactive on Sunday? Then they got a quick turnaround and they play next Thursday. What if they sit Saquon to get him hundred percent healthy, then he's hundred percent go in week three? You think if that's he a possibility? Week one, he could definitely be sit, he'd more than likely sit in week two. You think that's a possibility, Mike, or no? I mean, I I saw from a update in the source from uh, Saquon saying that he feels absolutely fine. So if they're going to be holding him out, it's it's a hundred percent the team holding him out. It's not Saquon. Uh, well, oh yeah, Saquon's going to say that, of course. Well, I mean, come on, he's you know ready. as well you know as well as I do, he's a freak of nature. I mean, the last person to come back from an ACL tear and do well was Adrian Peterson, and what was he? A freak of nature. So I mean, it's it's absolutely possible today's technology. I mean, he could. He could be good. Yeah. And they're just playing it safe because, I mean, you have to list them as injury if they, you know, if they miss practices. They could have just given him a rest day because they probably consider him a vet by now. Right. How about um, uh, uh, Noah Fant and uh, Cortland Sutton uh, getting announced that they're going to play Sunday against the Giants? Uh, they missed some practices this week, but uh, – the scare is over. Uh, Cortland Sutton, you know, 
Thank you, yeah, football he, gods. Yeah, he's coming back from an ACL injury too. His uh, his was his a week earlier than Saquon's, right? I believe it was the first game of the year. I think, right? Yeah. Mm. No, last year, last year it was in the preseason. Uh, in the year before that, that was uh, I believe in the first game of the year. Gotcha, gotcha. Hey, how about your boy Michael Gallup uh, suffering a calf strain in last night's loss against the Buccaneers? Expected to miss three to five weeks. When did that become my boy? Everybody on the Cowboys is your boy. Uh uh-uh, uh, just CD. I mean, from what you told me, you think they're going to uh, win the NFC East this uh, year? I, well, I have 100 bucks on it, so I have to. <laughs> they, they might, man. Like, their offense is probably better than any unit in the NFC East, right? Shit, man. They have Any offense or in the NFC. Oh, offense or defense. I mean, oh, like okay. the best all around. You get what I'm saying now? I mean, Washington defense is pretty good, but I feel like Dallas's offense is elite. I don't know if Washington's defense is elite. You know Dak I mean? looked good, man. He looked yeah. really good. Chucking it 59 times and stuff. Hey, uh, totally on me, but we missed a comment about, you know, five minutes ago. Uh, might as well answer it. Maybe he'll come back. Hey, I, you know, I'll get better at this. Uh, fan wants to know, do you think it was a bad trade for me to trade Alvin uh, for Najee Harris and CEH, which my running back to was Hunt and Javante Williams? No. I like, yeah. that, you, I like that you got depth out of it. I mean, it's not great trading I mean, you got Alvin two, Kamara, you but got you two got starters for one. Two average and you, and starters, still, yeah. And you still got Hunt and Javante. Yeah, so you do have Javante in the second half back. of the season is going to be absolutely money. So I mean, it's a fair value. Uh, if, he, if he must be, he must be a Saints fan to want Alvin Kamara that much. Yeah, I wouldn't. Oh, I wouldn't shit. be giving up Najee. <laughs> right, not Najee and Ch. But we can move on to uh, our next subject. Uh, my boy, getting uh, named as the starter for the Atlanta Falcons by Arthur Smith. Uh, no surprise there. Uh, no one really there to challenge him unless you unless you're, Ike, unless you're Ike who thinks Wayne Gallman is going to be a thing. I think that too. Oh, okay. Just you're, wait till I'll, Wayne I'll loop you in that stupidity. Like week four, because Mike Davis is averaging three point two yards per carry. No chance. Not in Arthur uh, Arthur Smith's uh, offense. Why he do, it, Mike Davis isn't Derrick Henry. He's not going to do what Derrick Henry did. You know and what? he definitely doesn't have the line the Titans did. That's. For I sure. think I think Arthur Smith is smart enough to know that Mike Davis is not Derrick Henry, and he's not going to design an offense like Derrick Henry around Mike Davis. He's probably going to design an offense around what his number four overall pick, first pick of his coaching then regime. Then why Kyle is Pitts. Mike Davis going to be good all of a sudden? If it's going to be a passing offense. I mean, this offense flew down the field. It was not great at scoring last year. Uh, that's gonna happen again this year. No, Arthur Smith last year, <laughs> oh. when Arthur Smith last year with the Titans had a seventy-five percent scoring uh, rate in the NFL. He uh, had a number monster one. who's six three two fifty who just barrels over cornerbacks and Derrick Henry. He's got Kyle. He he's got Mike Davis. He's got Calvin. Mike Ridley. Davis. <laughs> I'm sick of you. Let's just move on to the next. All right, yes. jumping over to the next bit, our last bit of news here. Uh, it's about the Colts. Frank Reich is telling the media that Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson will start, which is good. It's on the earlier side of their timetable after that uh, foot surgery. Um, they also 
gave Naheem Hines a contract extension. Three years, $18.6 million, $12 million guaranteed. He's now a top 10 highest paid running back in the NFL. Like, what does that do to Jonathan Taylor's ceiling? Well, I'm assuming it's going to mean his receiving game is going to go way down. So in PPR, I'd be a little worried. Absolutely. But in standard, in standard and half PPR, you should be fine with him. No, I, I'm still worried just because you got Marlon Mack there still. Everybody's forgetting about him. They're going to probably involve him in the offense still too. You can't just forget about Jonathan Taylor. No chance Frank Reich does that. You're not going to forget about him. But I know, but forget about Jordan Wilkins that's you, on their roster as well. If you want to win, you, you got to get Taylor the ball more. I don't think Max going to do that good. They like to rotate running backs, even when they uh, wanted when he wanted in Philadelphia. I mean, rotating running backs. I, I, I'm just saying it's possible. It's possible, and I don't like that risk versus risk risk versus reward. But I mean, he'll definitely be the touchdown. You're playing Jonathan Taylor no matter what. It's just does this make Naeem Hines relevant? Yeah. Is he is he flex worthy? If depends on the matchup. If you're in a pinch, man, throw Naeem Hines in your in your flex. You might have to in a twelve team, ten team. You're in trouble. Twelve team. If you need to start him in your flex, that's okay. Because he's going to get 10 to 12 points because he's going to see five, six, seven targets a game. Especially at Carson Wentz. I agree. I, yes. I couldn't agree more. But uh, let's keep rolling here. And our Thursday night recap, uh, we already t- shot the shit a little bit about it. Um, we thought Dallas was going to pull off the surprise win there at the end, but they gave uh, Tom Brady a little bit too much time. And Can't ended do that. Up, yeah. Uh Bucks ended up kicking oh. a last-second field goal to win 31-29. We got another comment from Facebook. Uh, bump up for Michael Pittman with this uh, Carson Wentz news. Wouldn't you agree, guys? Especially going against Seattle uh, in their first week matchup. I don't mind Michael Pittman. Yeah, we are gonna we're gonna talk about Michael Pittman a little later, but I yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I'm uh, I like it in this matchup as well. So thanks for that. Uh, thanks for that uh, comment, man. Appreciate that. But sorry to interrupt, sir. Go on. Uh, where, where were you? Uh, I was just Brady. Was Brady did goat things last night? Obviously, he's thirty-two of fifty for three seventy-nine and four touchdowns. Did have two picks, but one went two. off Leonard Fournette's right. own yeah. hands, and then one was a hail mary that he threw right before half. <laughs> if only those didn't count for fantasy. Those hail mary throws. Yeah, right. <laughs> but then, uh, if he gets a touchdown, then you then you want those points. Let's not talk about Hail Marys and touchdowns. <laughs> I like the, you know, we got the king of Hail Marys over in the Green Bay. <laughs> uh, uh, I won't ever forget. Sorry, I'll make this quick. Last year in our in our home league when I lost by under five points after, because of DeAndre Hopkins catching that Hail Mary from uh, Kyler Murray last season. I won't ever forget that. <laughs> Just my absolute nightmare. <laughs> That's uh, a weird nightmare. Shout out to friend Pete last year for for beating me that week. Your nightmares are my dream. (laughs) Uh, But then switching over to the other side, uh, the Cowboys, Dak, like we said, looked like a stud. Threw 58 times for 403 yards, three touchdowns, and he threw a pick. But that also, it either went off of CD's hands. Oh, it absolutely went off of CD's hands. Yeah. It was thrown in traffic, but CD should have came down. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know if he was throwing it to Amari Cooper or CD until, you know, they showed a replay. And then we're like, well, why didn't he throw it to Amari? He was wide open going towards the sideline. (laughs) 
the better thing, or the more, the thing that excited me the most was seeing Dak move around, scramble all over the pocket and stuff too. Like that whole ankle injury is behind him. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he was still timid, but it, it was really. Tampa Bay's you defense. think so, huh? It was Tampa. It was only because it was Tampa Bay's defense. They have literally the fastest linebacking court in the entire NFL with De- uh, Devin Smith and Levante David and Shaquille Barrett. And they, they, they're just really fast. So I don't blame him for being a little timid, but he, he wasn't afraid to do it. He was just timid to go long distances. And you know what I mean? He, he was, he was not afraid to dive or a slide. I mean, yeah, no, he, I was really happy with what I saw from Jack. What was, what made me a little nervous was seeing their game plan with Zeke. He only got 11 carries for 33 yards and saw, only saw two targets. And only had six yards. I think they knew right after that, like first few drives, it's like, all right, the running game probably is not going to yeah, work they knew out go- here. It's going to be a shootout for sure. They no, knew Tampa- going in that they weren't going to be able to run the ball because yeah, how you get a run on Vita Vea, Jason yeah, Paul, uh, who yeah, else is there? I mean, they had the number three rated defense by Pro Football Focus going into this season. I mean, we've seen it last night at least against the run. They they couldn't run against them, but you know they they can be thrown on this year at least. I'm just yeah. totally annoyed seeing all the hate for Zeke. Like we knew it was gonna happen, guys. We knew that it was gonna be a tough first matchup. You got to know these things when you're drafted him. You yep. Know what I mean? you just yeah. Gotta... Don't don't be timid. Uh, don't be afraid that you know he didn't score as much as you thought he would. He's gonna get better matchups against the Giants, uh, against the Eagles. Uh, yes, he's, he's going to be, be involved in this offense. He's going to be absolutely fine. Um, I'll tell you who might not be fine is Ronald Jones, though. He can't hang out of the football. Uh, he plays well, six snaps, snaps only yeah. because he fumbled. And I want to say it was the first quarter. I mean, I, to be fair, it was a great play by Demarcus Lawrence. He punched that sucker right out of there. Like, did it remind you of Peanut you know? Tillman? It did. It did. I had to, you heard me. I had to throw peanut Tillman. <laughs> I kind of figured you were going to do that. You know, why not? Uh, but that no, rock, and that, it, go ahead. I heard a quote from Bruce Arians that uh, apparently Rojo was too much in his head and he wasn't going to allow that to let them lose the game. So that's why he was sitting out. If you believe it, you believe it. But Bruce Arians like to blow smoke. So he said, he yeah. also said he plans on uh, uh, them being. Him and Leonard Fournette being a part of the early down workload. Gio's the third down back. And it seemed like after last night, Gio is also the two-minute drill back. Uh, mm-hmm. So he's going to get his usage. This backfield's just a mess, though. It really is. And let me tell you, Leonard Fournette did not look much better. No, kind of a bomb a little bit. especially. I thought he was going to get uh, put in the doghouse after that interception off his hands on a screen. Like, it's a screen, man. They can't. They would have been left with just Geo. I know. <laughs> and and he, Geo must not have been healthy. I know he's dealing with a high ankle sprain and everything, but I would, I, I'm not sure. Like how his me, normal self. Yeah, and I'm not sure. You didn't see him on the field a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't think he played a whole lot of snaps. Uh, but well, I tell you, I'll tell you who did play a whole lot of snaps. That was Amari Cooper and CD Lamb. Yeah, uh, they the were Cooper's, on the field like crazy. Go ahead, the plant. No, you. Uh, well, all right. Uh, Cooper, you know, 
Got 16 targets first game of the year. I mean, that's a little more than I thought he was going to get. I thought maybe he'd get maybe 10. Uh, <laughs> but 16, I guess we'll take that as fantasy managers. We love offense. He caught 13 of them, 139 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, I, 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 I hate to be the on the opposite end of that, uh, Dylan. Um, but <laughs> CD also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all impressed. <laughs> CD also had 15 targets, which, I mean, that's just fucking insane if you ask me. Uh, but he had a little bit of a drop issue. Like, uh, I know when we were watching it, you were not very uh, happy about that. I was only, not. Only and, he's just smiling, and he's just smiling away <laughs> after he drops <laughs> passes, too. Like, you gotta it's because he it. knows. He's like, oh, man, I'm still going to get the targets. He's like, oh, <laughs> so, uh, concentrate, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> He he started off with a hundred yard, uh, hundred four yard game and a touchdown, so he's off to a good start this year. Dak I mean, likes hell, to target him in the red zone. Hell, I mean, he had like two or three. With the way this defense looked, it looks like Dak's going to be throwing fifty times a game, uh, yeah, shit, a lot man. this year. And if that's true, that makes Dalton Schultz it's relevant. I think he got six targets last night. He caught all six of them. It looked like he was kind of the third down safety valve guy. When uh, uh, C.D. Lamb was dropping those passes early on, yeah. in the game. But uh, I mean, unfortunately for uh, Michael Gallup, I mean he, he he's going to be out for three to five weeks. But he caught four of his seven targets. I was going to say, oh, it totally sucks for his owners, man, because he was absolutely was involved dumb. in the offense. Yeah, he oh, was I lining know. up in the slot. They're running the little bubble screens with him. They're doing everything they could to get the ball in his hands. And then, unfortunately, his he goes down with that uh, calf injury. Uh, quick question. Yeah, he was on let's, pace for 10 targets. Absolutely. Yeah, Go ahead. Quick question. Let's just spend 15 seconds on it. Cedric Wilson was the guy who came in for Gallup. Is he going to see a decent amount of targets, or are we going to see Amari and CeeDee Lamb get 20 targets next week or something uh, uh, crazy We're probably like going to see the same from CD and Amari Cooper, 15, but probably, Cedric will I, still get some. I think it's going to be more involving Zeke and probably Tony yeah. Pollard. Yeah, and the attempts, He's and the attempt, the pass attempts will probably go down. I don't expect Dallas to throw it fifty-eight times every game. No, I, I, I still expect them to at least throw forty. Uh, that's how bad that defense is. But I think what they're, they might do more of because Michael Gallup, we all knew he was the X receiver. He was the deep receiver. They were going to throw deep shots to him. I mean, now I guess it's who, who do you think is going to get that role now? Is it Amari or is it CD? Because that could be good for fantasy uh, value if that could vault one of these guys to up to like maybe a top five wide receiver for the year. I mean, they're in this offense, they're both probably going to finish as a wide receiver one, let's be honest. But I mean, which one do you think comes out on top this year? I'm still in CD's camp, man. Amari is who he is, in my opinion. And if Joe's listening, I know he's going to agree with me. He's just an inconsistent prick. <laughs> he's good. he is a 40 piece or whatever he put up last night next week don't be surprised if he gives you eight he'll probably quit next week i understand yeah that. or whatever he whatever he plays a shutdown quarter he's just gonna get shut down it it, it 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 is what it is that's why i don't ever have a whole lot of shares of amari cooper just because he's so good to me all right um so you guys uh, tell them what uh, Antonio Brown did last night. I know Dylan wants to talk about that. I mean, I have Antonio Brown all over the place, so I wasn't too upset about even though he was part of the thumping you gave me last night. Um, <laughs> I know you yeah. had him in some best ball leagues, though, right? 
Yeah, I have been a, in a four or five other just regular leagues too. I'm in entirely too many leagues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Antonio, but Antonio Brown saw seven targets. It caught five of them for 121 and a touchdown and just caught an absolute beauty for Brady on that long pass. Yeah, that was a good throw by Brady. Um, Godwin was also uh, – I was going to say Godwin was good. He caught nine of 14 targets for 105 and a touchdown, but he dropped the bomb touchdown. Dropped and, another one. And he fumbled at and the goal fumbled. line, which could have iced the game away. That, mm-hmm. gave da- that ended up giving Dallas an opportunity, and they went down and took the lead before leaving too much time for the goat to do goat things. Like All right. And, yeah, well, before we move on to our next piece, uh, we had another comment from a fan and I uh, had to look up the, you know, who these defenses were playing for him. Uh, he's asking half point PPR 12 team, which defense to start Pittsburgh or Jacksonville. Um, yeah. Just so we know, Pittsburgh plays the bills. Uh, yeah. Jacksonville is, plays the Texans. Yes. Yeah, I'm picking uh, Jacksonville. Yeah, see, but that's tough though because I Tarad doesn't turn the ball over though. Like, I mean, I know the Jacksonville pro or uh, I mean, it's Jacksonville's at Houston though. Do we like we don't like taking defenses that are away? I mean, we don't like defenses in general in fantasy football, but we fair enough. <laughs> we don't like taking defenses that are away teams. Uh, I know Jacksonville's playing at Houston. And then, I um, just don't have any faith in the Texans' offense. Pittsburgh's at home, so Pittsburgh's at home, so I'm gonna have to. Oh, you know what? Actually, Pittsburgh is away. But I, I uh, Blue Chew, if you can stream, man, I would almost stream to be. Yeah, I'd almost go a different route. That's a tough decision. Yeah, because Buffalo is still gonna have a ton of yards, and I'd like to think score some points. I'd, I, I I would if you really have no option to go these two, I'd go Pittsburgh. You got a better chance of getting a interception for a touchdown, possibly yeah. getting a special teams like, touchdown. Make a even though they're gonna make a yeah, play. even PJ though they're gonna allow a bunch of yards, sack. they they're not gonna go negative because they might get you a touchdown out of it. If if you're really strapped to it, go Pittsburgh. But that was a good question. Appreciate that. Um, so you know, let's talk about Gronk. Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. Let's tidy this uh, tidy this up real quick. Grock was caught eight of eight targets for ninety yards and two touchdowns. Can we agree that this is going to be the best game that we're going to see out of Grock all season? No, no. It was Why? just it, a really it, good it, matchup. It, uh, I'll pro- we'll probably see another two touchdown game. That's what I just said. That it's going to be the best. Well, if he gets nine catches with two touchdowns, it's better then. I mean, I get it, but like LaPlante said, it was the probably the best matchup possible. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I'd have to look at the schedule, but I'm sure they're going to have another matchup that's going to be nice uh, for him to go off. But you know that he's going to be looking at him in the red zone when he's not looking at, you know, shitty Mike Evans, who's only getting six targets, oh three receptions, God. 24 he's yards. <laughs> like they kept asking if he's – Hurt or something? They kept saying that on the broadcast. Oh, he doesn't look right, guys. I think he just stinks. <laughs> he's, he's a touchdown. He's a touchdown dependent receiver. I told you guys all off season. He's not the guy to have in this offense. He's never going to get peppered with targets. All the. Go ahead. Yeah, I would just take him in best ball. That's the only time I would have took him. He's not so annoying. It's so hard to predict when he's going to have a good week. Tom Brady's going to spread the ball around. Every game. The only time really he's going to look to Mike Evans, I think, is if he's wide open or in the red zone. And that's just yeah. on the volume. 
But he didn't even. I don't think Evans even got a red zone target last night, did he? Mm-mm. Yeah, it's it's just crazy to me, especially as he was going as like a top fifteen receiver in drafts. When you know what he is, he's shown you time and time again. I had him uh, pretty low in my rankings. But uh, yeah, let's tidy that up. I think we're ready to jump into our game previews. Yeah. Uh, Our first game here on the list is uh, Eagles at Falcons. I know we talked about it a little on the top, Mike, but in this pretty good matchup against this Eagles rush defense, are you? Does Mike Davis his RB one upside this week? I think so. Uh, Eagles defense is not rated very well uh, in Pro Football Focus, if I remember. Uh, Let me look at right here. Yeah, they are. They are definitely, uh, oof, man, they are bottom half of the league in their defense, and it's not good. Their pass defense is terrible. So they're probably going to be pa- – uh, the team is probably going to be marching down the field. Uh, I, I expect the team to be marching down the field. It's in Atlanta. Uh, I think Matt Ryan's going to come out with a vengeance. Uh, I think Arthur Smith wants to prove that he's a good coach uh, Without Derrick Henry, I know Derrick uh, Henry is probably gonna he's he's gonna be living in a shadow for a while until he can prove he can do it on his own. I know uh, Ike likes to give me shit because you know he only succeeded because of Derrick Henry. I mean that may be true, but now it's his chance to prove that he can succeed without Derrick Henry. I think it's uh, I think it's good, but uh, like I was saying, I think Matt Ryan's good. Ike, uh, are you comfortable starting uh, Matt Ryan this week? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's better options out there, but I mean, if you drafted him, you obviously need to start him, and this is a good week to do it. Well, let me ask you this: like, out of the two quarterbacks here, who would you rather start, Jalen Hurts or Matt Ryan? Jalen Hurts because he can rush. Yeah, his rushing floor, and Atlanta he's going to rush the ball at least ten times, and fifty yards is easily a guarantee. Add in a touchdown and some passing yards. Yes, and you know who was. The worst team against uh, opposing quarterbacks in fantasy football last year was Falcons. Falcons. Yeah, that's absolutely <laughs> correct. Yeah, uh, that's why so, I said. This has shootout potential. Q, uh, yeah, QB one this week. I definitely didn't like Jalen Hurts through the pre-draft process. Ooh. We talked about it on the but podcast. But this is a good matchup. Yes, for one this week. week. This week is juicy. That's for sure. For both, Matt Ryan will do just fine too. Yep. Uh, Michael Plant. What are we doing? Are we starting Russell Gage this week? Talk about these receivers a little bit. Uh, I mean, yeah, let's talk about him because you know you're starting Ridley. Yeah, but Russell Gage, do you think he's going to get involved this week? Uh, with this this game having shootout potential, I think if you're in a pinch, uh, you have a flex position that needs to be filled. Uh, I think you can go with it. Uh, it is the first week of the year. Mm, uh, risky man. Well, I mean, we we know the first week of the year, the offenses usually went out over the defenses. Defenses aren't great in the beginning of the year. So if anything, it's very possible for Russell Gage to have a double-digit week this week. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a long touchdown. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, how do you feel about uh, Devontae Smith maybe uh, in this game, making his NFL appearance against this terrible secondary? I like him and Rager both this week, right? Why can't why can't they have a decent week? I know they're both kind of unproven, but like we I said, I think I like the tight ends more. I think I would rather have <laughs> but, Goddard and Ertz. 
Well, fair. I, I, I'd have to disagree with that. Uh, I'd, I'd take uh, <laughs> Kyle Pitts over both those two idiots. Oh, I don't well. like either of them. <laughs> but that's besides the point. Let me ask you a question because, I mean, it's a good question. It's a good flex question. Who would you rather have, Jalen Rieger or Russell Gage in this matchup? I'd go Russell, Russell Gage, Gage just because he's – you could expect, I think, 10 to 12 points from Russell Gage on the season. I don't know about Rieger, 8 man. to 12, yeah. Rager, I could, Rager could hit a big play at some point. I think you're more likely to see Jalen Hurts scramble more than throw deep, but it's not impossible for him to throw deep. We've seen that he can do it last year. He's just not that accurate. Uh, so I think it's more likely that Russell Cage will have a better week. I'd go with him as well. But, I mean, other than that, I mean, I, I, I know Ike wants to talk about Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz, so I'll give you the floor for a minute. I just think, I honestly, I'd rather have Zach Ertz than Goddard for this week, actually moving forward, but that's for another time, I think. All right, fair enough. So <laughs> let's move on to the next game of the week then. Uh, Steelers at the Bills. Uh, you know, this one has shootout potential as well. Uh we knew last year with Zach Moss and Devin Singletary that they weren't going to be involved in this offense <laughs> going forward with Josh Allen slinging the ball around. And he's looked all good, uh, fantastic this preseason. And I don't see this offense changing at all. So do you guys think that Devin Singletary and uh, Zach Moss are maybe worth a start in this game against this Pittsburgh defense that you really can't run against? I don't want to start these fools against anybody. Especially I like Singletary more than Moss, though. If you have to do it, I like Singletary more than Moss. Only if you're in PPR. If you're in half PPR, I'd probably still go a different route. But, uh, I mean, I I don't know. Zach Moss looked bad in preseason. He's been dealing with an injury, and they've been saying Singletary looks good. Shocker. Yeah, shocker. But, I mean, because we we know you're starting Stefan Diggs. Uh, I mean, if you're starting Cole Beasley, most likely. Gabe Davis, I, I would start him, but, I mean, who do you think uh, Ike is uh, your more, most confident receiver for the Steelers? Deontay. And it's going to be Deontay every week probably. Dude's just a target hound. And I, mean, I don't you're know not, why that, wouldn't, that shouldn't change from last year to this year either. I mean, you're not scared that he's going to have, maybe have a drop problem again like he did last year and then, you know, if you're uh, struggling Tomlin with drops, just taking him out. I'd like to think in the offseason you're going to work on your hands, so maybe your drop issue will end. So I'd, I'd like to think he will he won't be struggling with the drops, but you never know. I don't know what to do with my hands. Maybe he's like Jamar Chase and can't see the white stripe on the ball. Yeah, man, need those, need those damn white stripes. Yeah. No, no wonder why players hate media, by the way. Because yeah. I'm sure he was sitting there having a relaxed conversation with the with the Probably totally person. taken out of context. Oh, and Yeah, he was just trying to uh, – explain like why he thinks he's struggling a little bit and maybe it is a little hard to see maybe it is a little different it could be i've never but, played so and, i don't and, know <laughs> and then and then he tweeted out saying that they twisted his words like no wonder players <laughs> uh but moving on uh dylan you think uh big ben's worth a strain this week against this bill's defense i don't think so i want uh, i want ben I feel weird saying this, but I want Ben to prove it to me this season, I guess. 
make sure that his arm can handle. It's gonna be the last season he can get proven to. Yeah, <laughs> see if he if his arm can handle them chucking it like they have been, because they're probably gonna need to in this game. Like we said, it has shootout potential. But if, I, if you have a better option, I'm gonna stay away from Ben this week. I'd rather do Matt Ryan and Hurts over him. Oh wow, you want Matt Ryan? That's a first. Over Ben, yeah. <laughs> I would, yeah, I, I would take Jalen Hurts over Ben. I would, right. I would. Well, obviously, he's got the rushing floor. I would, uh, I would be sitting Ben this week too. But I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly on the schedule, he plays Cincinnati Week Three. That is def- definitely a week I'd be rolling him out. Uh, Perfect you know, segue, Laplan, into our next game: uh, Vikings at Bengals. <laughs> I mean, look at that! I'm doing my job for you. Hell yeah, you are. Like you just said, the Bengals' defense is atrocious. Are we? Uh, what are we doing about COVID Kirky here? I think I'm starting him this week. I mean, he's definitely a QB two. He's streamer value. If you like, I would play. Who would you rather he's, have, Kirk or Big Ben this week? Kirk. He's got to be the top streaming quarterback, right? It's got to no. be. It's either it's either that or Trevor Lawrence. If you trust that, I mean, I'd rather have Kirk. It's gonna be a shootout. It's going to be a shootout in this game, for sure. But, uh, I mean, Ike, uh, if you had to in this uh, matchup, because, I mean, I think Minnesota's defense is going to do a total 180 from last year. No, but yeah. uh, They're, they're going to be a little better, I believe, too. But uh, since since you don't believe in it, uh, I'll give you an opportunity. I want you to rank your uh, Bengals' three best receivers in this matchup. Who are you taking? Higgins, Boyd, Chase. And why do you look dumbfounded about Minnesota's defense being better? Because <laughs> How many years have you watched them being a Bears fan? <laughs> they they were so brutal last year. What they do to change it? Oh, they added Anthony Barr. That's it. Patrick no, Peterson. Oh, oh, say, Patrick Peterson's gonna He's help washed. a little bit. He's they have, they had bombs last too? year, though. You goon. and they're bums again this year. <laughs> I mean, Patrick Peterson's a little better than a bum. Yeah. When was the last well, time he was good? He's like 32, isn't he? Hey, let's. I mean, I'm not sure. we're already giving him too much showtime as it is. <laughs> Patrick Peterson gets enough time on NFL. Bob Van so, might so. like it though. Shout out the IDP. Shout out, Quick plug: uh, check out the IDP rankings at the Fantasy Six Pack website. Uh, Bob Van does a great job over there. So shout out to Bob. Uh, but you know, obviously, we're starting uh, Adam Thielen. We're starting Justin Jefferson in this matchup. We're starting. You better be here. starting T Higgins. If you're not starting T. Higgins this week, you guys are crazy. Are you uh, are you starting? Who who would you rather have, uh, Boyd or Adam Thielen in this matchup? Hmm. Uh, Thielen, obviously. <laughs> you you take the 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 possibility of touchdowns over the volume of Boyd because you know they're going to be down the entire game. Yeah, but the, we, we know for a fact. We don't know what Boyd's going to be like now with Chase. He's a there. slot receiver. We know that. Will That's Burrow tough. go to the slot that much? Will Patrick Person be playing that slot like he does? Or will he play outside on T. Higgins? Or Jamar Chase? I, no, they're putting their I can't worst corner on Jamar Chase. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty sure I saw it was Alexander Madison. Uh, uh, no, Mackenzie Alexander. That's going to be lined up on Tyler Boyd in the slot this week. I like that matchup. I. That's just me though. Um, so let's just, uh, you know, I, you're starting Joe Mixon. Obviously, uh, 
it's not a great matchup for him, but you're hoping he's getting involved this week, uh, this year with the passing game. So we'll move on to our next uh, game. We got the San Francisco 49ers against the Detroit Lions. I feel bad for the Lions. I feel bad for uh, Dan Campbell. Uh, <laughs> this is not a game you want to be opening up your coaching career. Oh, man, he's going to bite some knees this week, bro. <laughs> I hope uh, George Kittle bites back. I really do. That's going to be a fun, entertaining game to watch, at least on San Francisco side. Which uh, running back are we taking this week from the Niners, though? You like Raheem Mostert, Trey Sermon, or you think uh, you know maybe Jamichael Hasty's getting involved? <laughs> Shameless plug. Uh, check out my Start Sit article that I put out on FantasySixPack.net, and uh, you will see Raheem Mostert as my running back start this week. The Lions gave up most um, fantasy points to running backs last year, and they really didn't do a damn thing to help that. Nope. So nope. it's going to be a long day for that if you're a Detroit Lions fan. Sorry. And they're going to be up the Sorry, entire- Dave Eddy. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be up the entire game. So I, I can see them absolutely possibly running it 40 times in this game. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. Uh, Ike, I wanted to ask you. Uh, is this going to be like a game from the NFC Championship a few years ago when uh, Mostert ran all over the Packers' defense and Garoppolo threw the ball maybe seven times? <laughs> is Garoppolo streamable in this matchup, or do you think everyone he's... loves Garoppolo a lot? Like I've been seeing it all over the internet and all that, but, but I just don't think he's going to be doing much. What if he only throws it ten times because they're running all over them? And you're probably—I know a plant. You have to hope for multiple oh, touchdowns, but. I don't know if that's going to happen. And you know there's a package for Trey Lance. Shanahan said that. Oh, yeah. I have a very good feeling that Trey Lance is going to be in a lot in the red zone where they can run read options with him and the running back. Does that mean you you are risky on George Kittle and Ayuk Because they're supposed to be good this week too. But, man, if they're running it. And if Garoppolo's gotta, only throwing it 10 times, man, you gotta how are they going to give fade, you value? You, you that, I like Kittle. Ayuk. I like Kittle because Detroit Lions were not good last year against the tight ends at all. They were definitely bottom of the league. So I like Kittle, but I'm, I'm worried about Debo, Samuel, and Ayuk. So, I mean, if you have to, play him. Eh. If you have to, play Ayuk more than Debo, I feel like. But, I mean, I, I would be sitting Jimmy Garoppolo this week. There's better options out there at streaming. Like, who would you take? Would you take Jimmy G or Matt Ryan? 100% Matt Ryan, yeah. Jimmy G or Big Ben? Big Ben. Big Ben. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think we've cut it. Unless the Lions yeah, with big, with big Ben, that was the – Who knows? That was the Maybe line Lions right offense there. is stellar. But uh, – We've already spent entirely too much time on this game, guys. So let's yeah. jump to the next one. Uh, Cardinals at Titans. I'm kind of excited about this game. This has shootout potential written all over it, too. Michael Plant. Julio Jones or A.J. Brown? A.J. Brown, I think that the Cardinals will not be able to defend the deep ball. Uh, they weren't able to last year. I mean, they got Buda Baker, but he's he's not really a pass coverage safety. He's the get-up-in-your-face, run-stuffing safety. So they really – and losing Patrick Peterson, their secondary is not good. They lost he's washed. Malcolm Brown. He, he is. <laughs> Dude, what did he do for that defense last year? You know, now they're starting uh, like a fifth-round draft pick and an undrafted guy, man. They're not starting Byron Murphy? <laughs> I don't know. No, uh, <laughs> Malcolm, 
Malcolm Butler is also on the IR, so that, that secondary is brutal. So this is going to be a shootout game for sure because Tennessee's defense is not good against the pass either. Their pass rush isn't very good either, so Kyler Murray isn't going to have to run around probably as much. Uh, but you're, 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 I think you're starting A.J. Brown and Julio. What do you guys think? If you're not 100%. starting Julio, you're crazy. Julio's well, I just want to know if you're starting Julio's both. Top 15. Oh, oh, if you have both, you're kind of, on your fantasy team. That's kind of weird, but no, uh, you're no, starting no. Them both. They can you're still, starting them. Yeah, but it's weird that you draft both of them. <laughs> they could put up. Uh, they could each put up 25 apiece this week. With, the, with this, uh, uh, about 25. With this game being a shootout, what do we think about the Cardinals' backfield with Chase Edmonds and James Conner? Chase Edmonds. I don't want anything to do with Connor right now. I have no idea what they're going to use him for. Oh, I have 100% no. Yeah, I was going to say that's what they're going to use him but for. But why, why would they – I would use Kyler more than James Connor. Well, I'm sure line. they're going to use him at the goal line, but Connor's going to be in there instead of Edmonds. I pretty – Edmonds got – Well, Edmonds has like maybe like, one touchdown in the red zone in his past – I'm pretty whatever. sure he had, five, he had five or under – Rushes in the red zone last year. Yeah, they don't use them wild like that. Yeah, Kyler Murray uh, definitely <laughs> runs the ball in the red zone. For that. Yeah, but I don't yeah. want to. St- I don't don't start James Conner. But Conner doesn't do many things right besides fall into the end zone. That's, Still don't want to start That's him. his best trait. I, I think with but, this, uh, this is a great match. Uh, unfortunately, Ike, some assholes do have to start James Conner in like Scott Fishbowl or something. Yeah, no, and this is a great matchup. This is probably one of the... (laughs) Yes, I'm the asshole. (laughs) But this is a great matchup, guys. It has shootout potential. With shootout potential, there comes opportunities in the red zone. All it takes is one deep catch by Christian Kirk, and he's tackled at the one-yard line to get either... I like the name drop. (laughs) I'm just saying. You start him this week with Lane or what? (laughs) I mean... Say no. You should have just said no right away. In, yes. In, in like two snaps. No, I, I would probably if I had to, I would only play him in the flex. Rondell Moore intrigues me. Christian yeah. Kirk. Only if if you're in a ten or twelve, I mean you're not playing him. But if you're in a deep league, I'm playing him as a flex. Christian Kirk is has a great matchup this week against Tennessee. Their their pass defense is atrocious. But like like what Could've we got saw. Better. Like we saw what they were doing with what Dallas was doing with Pollard last night. That's what the Cardinals are going to do with Rondell Moore, man. He's going to be the gadget guy, and he's going to get six, okay. seven, eight, yeah. eight targets, eight touches, touches a game yeah. somewhere in there. All right. And then you know what Christian Kirk's going to be? The Michael Gallup of that offense getting those deep targets, seven targets a game. Guy, we've been relying on Christian Kirk for three seasons, and it has. Do you think it's going to be AJ Green? No, I don't. <laughs> so who's their deep guy? Put some respect. I don't on use that DeAndre name, Hopkins right? as the deep guy. His route tree is a route bush. He doesn't go deep. He's a ham. He, he went deep on catcher, man. And if yeah. you're telling yeah. me Rondell Moore is going to be the gadget guy. Who's going deep? Are they? He could be, be the, AJ you could, going deep, bro. And you could do it both, man. He doesn't have to be the gadget guy every play. He's speed demon. Yeah, yeah that they want to get a the demon ball of speed. <laughs> but I mean, we we pretty much know we're starting almost everybody in this matchup. So yeah, let's Tan- on to our next. Tannehill's game. a start, just in case anyone was wondering. I know he's borderline top thank twelve. You. Every I really week. was thinking he's. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that one was in the back of my head. Never. Okay, um, thanks. <laughs> so, so we'll move on to our next game, the Seahawks at uh, the Colts. Um, obviously, from our, our comment earlier this uh, podcast, Michael Pittman definitely gets a pump. Uh, are you? I'm, I'm smashing him this week. If you have to in a flex position, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't play him any more than that. But this is a great matchup, Seattle. 
was just behind Atlanta last year for most points given up to the wide receiver in the fantasy position. Just ahead. No, I'm pretty sure Atlanta gave up the most to the wide receivers. But uh, never mind. Uh, okay, uh, but I'm smashing him. What do you guys think about Pittman? I like Pittman this week. He's the number one option in that offense. I mean, Carson Wentz kind of stinks, but uh, I feel like they're going to do everything they can to get uh, the ball in his hands. I'm still holding hope out for Paris Campbell. <laughs> I mean, this is a great matchup if you want to let him loose. Uh, um, I'm not letting him loose. I'm waiting to see, but Carson Wentz loves targeting the slot, and that's where Kyle you know, Paris Campbell is going to be. I think the better question are they going to is Pete Carroll going to let Russ loose? Is that is that going to happen? I don't know about against this team. This is good defense. Yeah, this might not be a very high scoring. Game. Like I like I said, like I'm thinking, you should probably temper your expectations on Russ a little bit this week. Yeah, might be a lower this, scoring. This game. could be one of those trap games, uh, like he had last year against what was it, the Dolphins? Everyone it's thought he was gonna, everyone thought he was going to just smash the Dolphins, and all of a sudden he couldn't do anything against the Dolphins. So it could be a trap game. I know. I remember last year I gave me shit all week because I, I was saying, you know, it's a trap game. It's, it's a trap, trap game. game. And of course weird. you're He's saying no. Up, like. <laughs> he still dropped like thirty or something like that. All right, but no, that's uh, that's enough. You know, you're I, you're playing Russ. You drafted him to be your starter in this in this one. It's not a great matchup. I mean, but you're obviously playing Russ over Matt Ryan. You're playing Russ over Ben. You're playing everybody of those streaming positions. You're playing Russ. I mean, so we'll move on. You're playing DK. You're playing Tyler Lockett. Is Gerald Everett a good play in this week? Mm. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust it. Not yet. You don't think that breakout's going to happen this year? I, I, I mean, this this game. He, what he his role is right now, we have no idea. Oh lord! So look at this comment we just got. Uh, guy wants to know: Do I trade Claypool, Cooks, and Henderson for Zeke? Um, yeah, I would. I don't know if that person's going to accept it, but I would. I know Zeke uh, had a down uh, down game last night, but uh, I don't know if that's enough for Zeke, in my opinion. Dylan, you traded him away last year. Do you think that's enough for him? Well, I'm assuming he got offered that. Uh, he said they're all bench players. Yeah, so I would absolutely do that yeah, trade. 100%. 100%. Yeah, 100% do that trade, man. If you can get him to agree to it, go for it. But uh, we'll move on then because, I mean, you already exclaimed how much you guys love Gerald Everett this week. So next game, we got the Los Angeles Chargers at the Washington football team. We sent Herbert this week. This is a tough defense. Believe it or not, he was my uh, sit for quarterbacks this week in my article, man. This, this defense scares me, and they got even better. Uh, another thing is Herbert's learning a new offense, obviously. Uh, Has an injured running back. Why am I <laughs> – he has an injured running back, obviously, and he didn't play any in the preseason. So he might be pretty rusty. Going so up I, against quite possibly one of the best defenses, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Oh, it's a, it's a tough pass rush against this defense, but this defense can be thrown on. The secondary is not great. It's just the pass rush that makes – and with Herbert, he's got the legs to extend the plays. I mean, it's definitely a risky play, but I, I would play him this week because, I mean, he you've seen it last year. 
he has the potential to get three touchdowns and a rushing touchdown easily. Sure. I mean, it, it, I guess we're dependent on is the Chargers defense going to be any good this year to stop Ryan Fitzpatrick? Is Ryan Fitzpatrick a good sit, uh, good start this week? No, I don't like it this week. I think nope. it's kind of it's this game's kind of be a defensive slugfest. I have a feeling because the Chargers' defense is improved too; they're healthier than they were last year. Losing guys, I'd only be playing and Terry and Gibson. Well, and I was yeah, just I'm gonna listening. say, our, with that defensive sluggery in mind, are we gonna expect like a big game from Antonio Gibson? You, you just I'm not thinking that? big game, but it's gonna be twelve to fifteen, which is fine, I guess. He should be okay. He should yeah. be fine. How about? How about, like you said, you like McLaurin. Um, because Curtis Samuel has been put on the short-term IR, he's how do we get like fed. Well, no, he's on the IR. He can't get fed. No, Terry <laughs> oh, Okay. Terry I, I was going to say he's getting fed painkillers probably. Um, <laughs> Whoa. Jesus. <laughs> Whoa, man. He looked painful. He pulled up from a route and it looked painful. But with that being said, you know, Terry's going to get fed a lot. Do we like Logan Thomas in this matchup this uh, week? Chargers were not good last year against the tight ends. I mean, and uh, you've seen last year with Terry being the number one option and the only option, Logan Thomas was an option in this Titans offense. are brutal, man. You got to start them. Yeah. Titans are brutal? Tight ends are brutal. Oh, tight ends are brutal. Okay. Good. Yeah, no, you're right. But, I mean – that's all I want to know. Logan Thomas is definitely streamable this week, in my opinion, as well. And then another quick thing about the Chargers offense being sluggish. They're a West Coast team traveling to East Coast time zone, and it's an early game. So that I could have an effect, absolutely. Yes, for, sure. for sure. But we'll move on to our next game here. And it's uh, it's the debut of r- rookie. Baby-faced uh, assassin. Yeah, baby-faced assassin, Zach Wilson. And he's going up against his uh, – the guy who replaced he's replacing uh, Sam Darnold. We got the New York Jets at the Carolina Panthers. Robbie Anderson or DJ Moore this week, guys. Who do you like more? I right, go ahead. Mm, probably DJ Moore. All right, I'm going with Robbie. Revenge game, man. I'm gonna have to go with Robbie in the revenge game as well. I think Sam Donald has a pre-chemistry built with Robbie Anderson coming from the he Jets. He's throwing to DJ Moore a lot in preseason when those two play together. I think DJ Moore will definitely probably break a big play. I just think Robbie's gonna get more volume. Uh, also, Robbie just gets more volume in that offense, man. I don't think that was a mistake last year. I think we'll see with C Mac back. Yeah, we're starting C Mac, obviously. Thanks, I mean. Man. <laughs> well, uh, so we're, you're starting both Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore, but I, I agree. I think I'm with Dylan. Robbie Anderson's going to have the better week this week. Uh, are we starting anybody from this Jets nightmare backfield? We got Tevin nope. Coleman. We got Ty uh, – what was it? I can't even remember. Ty Johnson. Name. Ty Johnson, thank you very much, Ike. And then we got Michael Carter, who really didn't do much in the preseason and was injured. Michael Carter is a draft and stash, man. Just yeah. leave him on your bench until you finally see the role that he's going to eventually get. Because that Please kid's don't talented. start any of these three. That kid's talented, and he, eventually he'll take over the backfield. It just looks like you're going to have to wait a little bit longer for him to do that. All right, but you know, since we're not starting the running backs, then are we starting Sam Darnold uh, this week? 100% you start Sam Darnold. And if you're starting the quarterback, are we going to start his number one target? 
Corey Davis, who's looked really that's good Zach in preseason. Number one target. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Well, that's on that's on <laughs> whoever put him next to Sam Darnold for some reason. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're, we're gonna start Corey Davis this week as well with uh, Zach Wilson. He showed that he, he's his favorite target. In Zach Wilson loves him, man. <laughs> yeah, but you're starting Sam Darnold just because who on this Jets defense scares you? They lost their best pass rusher. There, nobody in that secondary, man. And it's a revenge game for him as well. Yeah, Darnold, he was my start for quarterbacks in my article, and I. That's I'm he's rolling with him. good. Yeah, uh, 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 he might not be good, but he <laughs> might look good this week. <laughs> I, other than Corey Davis, are we starting? You know, Elijah Moore, uh, Denzel nah, Mims. I'd wait. A, a lot of people like Elijah Oops. Moore, man, but I'm more of a, a wait and see guy with with that. I'm kind of curious about what you think about Tyler Croft in this matchup too. Zach Wilson seemed to go his way a lot in the preseason as well. If you're really hurting for a streamer, I guess. Okay. That's all I want to know. You must so, have really not drafted a tight end then if you have to deal with Tyler Croft. Yeah. Hey, man, some people are desperate in some leagues. I guess. Well, we'll move on you, to our next game then. <laughs> we'll move on to our next game. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'd, I think I'd uh, – man. I'd, I'd start him over anybody on the Texans. <laughs> I'd start Brian Cooks, at least from Texans. But, they, you know, talking about the Texans, let's go on to our next game then. We got the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Houston Texans. It was uh, announced that Deshaun Watson finally is not going to play. So do we like any wide receiver in this matchup? Because the Jacksonville defense didn't really improve much. Uh, they're bad, man. They're bad. But do, do we trust the – quarterback Tyrod Taylor to be able to support a wide receiver in this matchup? No. I mean, why? In this matchup, like, are you serious? Why, what? I honestly think this game is going to be like 10 to 7 or something. <laughs> but somebody's got to get targets, and Brandon Cooks, you could have like me in the Brandon game. The yeah, you could anybody. have me throw on Brandon Cooks the ball for a season, and for some uh, reason no. he's going to have a thousand but, yards. Uh, I, I, you're like, you're going to go up against six four defensive ends. Settle down, tough you guy. can't even see I, over the offensive line. <laughs> both of you, both of you, settle down. I mean, I'm not going to lie, with you are right, Dylan. He's going to get targets, but I have to totally. agree with Ike a little bit. I mean, you you know this as well as I do, being a Bear fan, watching your quarterback scenario. Are they going to be good targets? See, but I, you got your problem is is that you think Tarad's incompetent. Like it's no, Nate he's not. Peter. That's what you, that's what you guys are making it sound like. Like he's he Nate Peterman or something, and run, or Tom, and run the ball. Nate Peterman or Tom Savage or something like that, man. Tyrod Taylor has never supported a wide receiver one, at least throughout the whole season. Not a wide receiver one, but, but where did where did Robert Woods start his career? Was in Buffalo with Tyrod Taylor, and the one year he wasn't and terrible. He, you remember he Buffalo, listen. and he's a beast. Sure. Do you remember when Charles Clay was relevant for like in what, Buffalo? Two weeks? See, that's that the thing. one season. Tyrod that's Taylor the, was their quarterback, man. That's what. That's why I'm not a huge fan of uh, the wide receivers in this matchup. If anything, I think Jordan Aikens is startable because Tyrod Taylor has always targeted that tight end. That's the reason Charles Clay was relevant in Buffalo. Sure. So I, th I think Jordan Akins, in my opinion, is the one guy I'd play just because tight end is just such a spare wasteland of, you know, 
nothingness. Do you think but, I like banging this damn drum about Brandon Cooks, man? I don't. But, uh, I feel like that's enough. That's enough. He, face he's always he's always underrated, though, man. He is. I'll give you that. But he's half of being a good wide receiver is having a guy who's competent. Uh, sorry, <laughs> that's a poor yeah, choice. I was gonna say, way. yeah, you're saying uh, you're saying Terod's incompetent. He's, he's, he's not, not incompetent as a quarterback. He's just incompetent. He hasn't played in a while, too, man. So right. who knows? But yeah, you know who's on. not incompetent as a thrower is Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence, you know, number one draft pick this past summer. Is he a top 12, you know, QB1 matchup this week? Shit, man. If you could start Tyrod Taylor or whatever, might as well do T-Law. I ain't starting Tyrod. I'm starting T-Law. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> so if, with that being, uh, you know, do we like DJ Shark, LaVisca? I mean, Marvin Visca. Jones. Visca. Oh, well, like Dylan, I want you to rank those receivers for me. Who you like this week in order? This might surprise you, but Visca, uh, Marvin Jones, and DJ Chark. Oh, you're, it, you're not it, on your boy? Okay. I, no, I mean, I understand. It worries me with him not having chemistry with Trevor Lawrence after missing four weeks of practice with that fracture. And Urban team. Meyer just keeps just dogging him for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> and right, uh, the offensive coordinator was obviously with Marvin – I mean, not obviously, but he was with Marvin Jones in um, uh, Detroit. So and he brought him over, so he's going to use Marvin Jones quite a bit. But yeah, he knows the offense, so he he didn't have to you know take some time to learn the offense. Marvin Jones is already going to be flying. I think he's going to be an underrated get this year, no doubt. Um, so if you if you didn't already know, Houston's a terrible defense. We're smashing James Robinson this week. Yes, uh, run heavy uh, for sure. I, is Carlos Hyde even worth a a, a sniff of the flex position? No. Unless you're I mean, super deep, like 16 teams or some shit. <laughs> and he's probably going to be used more than we're going to like, but I'm still – Probably, no yeah. I want to see first at least. Got to yeah. see first. Yep. All right. So we'll we'll move on to our next game then because, I mean, there's really not much more we can get from this, this game. Uh, we got actually a prime matchup. Uh, this one has shootout potential. We got the Cleveland Browns at the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Patrick Mahomes on his revenge tour after last year losing the Super Bowl to the GOAT. Uh, I mean, we know it's Tyreek Hill. You're starting him. We know it's Travis Kelsey. You're starting him. Who do you guys trust as the third option in this offense? Mm. Yeah, that's <laughs> tough, man. Do you like Cole Hardman finally breaking out this year? <laughs> I should uh, ask. I should ask you this question, Laplante, because I know. Well, I mean, obviously, like, I'm behind Miko Harmon. I think. Yeah, he's but I want to understand why, because I seen you started him in your in our flex where we're in a dynasty league together, managing a team. I seen you took Dardell Mooney out and put Miko Harmon in. Do I have so to that, tell that you about sense. the quarterback situation I'm again? Call, I'm calling you out right here on the podcast. Okay, that's fine. That. I take You're going to call me out. Me. Who 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 are the Bears playing this week? The Los Angeles Rams. Um. I mean, yeah, I know Darnell Mooney burned Jalen Ramsey last year, but who was throwing Don't him the ball last year? Nick Cole, Nick Foles. Um, who's throwing it to him this game? At least this game. Uh, Andy Dalton. Bro. You don't think Andy Dalton's better than Nick Foles? Why? Nick Foles was a terrible Bowl, matchup. Man. Terrible matchup. I, I understand He's going to be running for his life from Aaron Donald. Miko, <laughs> we're spending too much time on this, but Miko Hardman has literally shown you nothing. Agreed. Shown you absolutely nothing. 
there's no reason for you to believe other than because Patrick Mahomes is the greatest thing since sliced bread. There's no reason to believe that Minko Hardman's going to be the guy. It's I think offense. it should have been Demarcus Robinson. What if it's Demarcus Robinson? What if it's uh, he's done nothing but play punt return right. <laughs> this preseason? There's Ooh. a reason. For- oh, he's I thought still you were be the about- number three wide receiver, though. I thought you were. Or Byron him. Pringle's there. If anything, that's going to challenge Miko Harbin. I'm oh, sorry. Man, they Pringle. need a they need a guy <laughs> opposite of Tyreek Hill to be able to take pressure off the middle of the field for Travis Kelsey. It's not McColl, though, because he does the same thing as Tyree Kill. He you just know, runs straight. Yeah, I was going to say, you know what he does? And he you, know who's, you know who's good at throwing straight? <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. Why doesn't <laughs> it happen, then? If you're if if Mecole's good, then beat out Injuries, fucking Sammy, beat out Sammy Watkins last year. Injuries, man. I will say this, though. Wide receivers are usually breakout candidates in the second or third year. So, I mean, this is Mecole's third year. I'm just saying, don't be don't be surprised when it happens. Sorry, so I mean, I'll be surprised. So I mean, we're, we know we're starting Clyde Edwards-Helaire. I mean, he's probably gonna. You think he's gonna get the touchdowns this week? Um, <laughs> but before we uh, move, I don't know about against that defensive line. I mean, I think he'll at least get involved enough in the passing game and oh, he might yeah. get a receiving yeah, touchdown. Maybe receiving. But that before we move on to you know who we're gonna start from the Browns, we got another question from a fan. Uh, thoughts on Tyler Lockett? He's starting him in a wide receiver three spot, and he like Corey Davis should maybe start over him full PPR. I'm going Corey Davis all day. It depends, Matthew, what you want. Do you need upside? If you need upside, you want Tyler Lockett because he can drop a forty you. piece. But it's yeah, it, Colts. If you need somebody, I mean, but he could still. What if he catches two, three touchdowns sure, just sure. just because? Yeah. Or, if do you want, or do you want the stability of Corey Davis probably getting ten targets? Yeah. If and, you want, if you're chasing the ceiling, go Tyler Lockett, like Dylan's saying. Um, but, if, but you gotta be willing to take the five points from Tyler Lockett if he doesn't do good. Bingo. Let, let, let's put it this way. If you were one of those sorry saps like Dylan over there that had a rough matchup and had to go up go up against Tom Brady and Antonio Brown and maybe Amari Cooper and you're down big, I'd be starting Tyler Lockett. Go yes. for that ceiling. You need to reach for the big points. But if 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 it's an even matchup and if you're winning, possibly you had a guy last night play, I'd be Take going the with points, the same route. Go Corey Davis. No doubt. No doubt. I'm glad we that was a good that. question. That was yeah, a good question. Yeah, great question, man. Oh man, uh, someone you know might as well since we're talking about our fans. Someone wants to know how we're doing, guys. How are you What's guys up, doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Great. Cheers, man. Yeah, cheers on this great Friday night talking fantasy football with you know great guys. But that's enough about that. Let's move on to the Browns. Uh, we're, we're smashing Nick Chubb in this matchup. Nick Chubb is a beast. Best running back in football. Yeah. Uh, are you are you guys are you guys confident in Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry this week being a shootout game possibly? I can, I won't ever be confident in Odell Beckham, man. <laughs> he uh, might not even play. What? I didn't see that. You haven't what? been seeing that? No. Why he's, he's at, is it I, recovering? I can bring it up real quick. Um Pretty sure Stefanski said he's a game time decision, like true game time decision. Oh, that's yikes! I mean, if Odell's out, that uh, you're definitely playing um, Jarvis Landry. That's oh, I can't check it on there. Fuck. No, no Wi-Fi. No doubt. Um, but what I really want to know, Laplante, is can you 
All right. Can, can you start Kareem Hunt this week with Nick Chubb there? I think so. I mean, the, if the Browns are going to be down this week, Kareem Hunt is involved in the pass game. I think he's worth a flex spot this week. I mean, unless Nick Chubb's magically going to get involved in the passing game, uh, that's Kareem Hunt's role. And if they're down, they're going to need Kareem Hunt in the game. And every time they were down, they Kareem Hunt had good games last year. Um, so I, wanna, I, I go ahead. You want to hear a wild stat? And I'm stealing this from a podcast, and unfortunately I can't remember which one it was. <laughs> you know how many points Kareem Hunt averaged when Nick Chubb was on the field? 13.2. Nope. You know it how got many lower points? when he got off. It actually stayed the same. He had oh, thirteen point really? two again when Nick Chubb was. Dude, in the I game. had him last year. He was. It was frustrating. That is it so was... crazy that 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 was like that. So mind. You think he'd go up to like <laughs> almost eighteen twenty, but no. Yeah, man, for real. For real. Uh, um, so we'll move on to our next game then, because I mean that's pretty much all you're going to be starting from the Browns. I wouldn't be worried about Anthony Schwartz or Austin Hooper. Yeah, you. I wouldn't be starting any of those guys. Austin Hooper might maybe a dart throw. Pew. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the next game is Dolphins at the Patriots. The thing that intrigues me in this one, I'm kind of curious to hear your guys' take, is which tight end out of both these teams are you starting in this matchup? Gusecki, Janu, or Hunter Henry? LaPlante, go ahead. Uh, can I take option D, none of the above? Really? I really don't like this matchup. I think – it's going to be a brutal defensive game. Miami's defense is pretty good. Uh, Mac Jones is making his first NFL start. I know he looked good in preseason, but that's preseason. He's still got to you know, make his NFL debut. Uh, and then we know Bill Belichick's defenses are pretty good. Even if he doesn't have the pieces around him, they're still he still manages to make them play well enough. And Tua has yet to prove that he could even play against you know, a good, you know, solid defense. So, I mean, I I don't like any tight end in this matchup, even with two ta- uh, target target the tight ta- tight end. At Lola. Jesus, man! Today, Junior. I'm kind of surprised at you saying that you don't like the Patriots tight ends, man. With I feel like Matt's gonna Max gonna target the middle of the field. And the guys who are normally going to be in the middle of the field that's in that offense is going to be the two tight ends. Yeah, you're right. I just don't like this matchup. That's I think the they're going to be run heavy. Oh, totally, too. Yeah. Both I think teams. Miami's pass rush is all right, and their secondary is damn good. Um, I just I, – I, maybe I expect more of a drop down to James White. I'm bumping him up this week. Uh, he's definitely worth a flex spot, in my opinion. Ooh, that's some spicy Whoa. shit right there. What some stuff? spicy shit coming out of you. <laughs> I like it. I mean, you've seen it when Tom Brady was there, and I know Tom Brady did it on his own, but it was obviously a part of Bill Belichick's and Josh McDaniels' playbook to throw it to the running back. They involved the running back in the – in the game, and that's James White's role. Yeah, I feel like he might be losing that role to J.J. Taylor. I feel like he could do those things better than James White now. And uh, just my just my personal. Yeah, no, and you say I'm spicy, huh? <laughs> um, but I mean, unless you guys want to talk about Devontae Parker, I mean, 
No, I want to I talk would, about Jalen Waddle. That's what I was gonna say. Let's talk about the hotness of Jalen Waddle. Um, like we talked pre-show about this, and you said you didn't like the potential of a breakout from Jalen Waddle, even with not Stephon, this one. But Stefan Gilmore's out, is what I'm telling you. Who is the, the other two corners were man? just as good, isn't it, J.C. Jackson? You think they're hanging with Jalen Waddle? Is Tua gonna be able to get the ball I, to him? I don't think it's I don't think it's worth a start in the first week. We still, really? I, mean, <sighs> I just think Waddle's going to be able to separate you from if anyone if, who is guarding him in this matchup, and that's what Tua likes is separation. I think he's just going to target the Waddle. shit out of him. I do like him. I do like him. I wish I got him in more leagues. I don't but, know if he's even the top option there. I think Gasicki will probably do better than him. Anybody. I, I think I think this game can be done with, and we should just move on to this. Yeah, for sure. It might be this game might be icky. Like yeah, I don't, 16, I don't like it. Like a sixteen thirteen game or something wild like that. That could be uh, kind of gross. From this team. From this so team. Let's, let's go on to my team, uh, the Green Bay Packers at the Jacksonville Saints this week because they are not playing that. in New Orleans. <laughs> So I mean, I heard a little rumor that uh, that the Saints really did their research and uh, made sure that they checked all the prices of tickets from Green Bay to Florida and each spot that they were going to play. And Jacksonville was the most, and <laughs> so they they really wanted to make this seem like an away game for the Green Bay Packers. And I I think it's hilarious, but I think you're starting Aaron Rodgers, obviously. Uh, you're starting Aaron Jones. You're starting Devontae Adams. Who do you think is the third option in this uh, 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 offense? Is it MVS or Robert Tunyon? It's got to be it. Tunyon. Okay. Okay. I, 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 I just see regression coming from Tanyan, obviously. Those touchdowns were just yeah, absurd. He should get more targets, you'd think. I just keep hearing them loving up on, and you probably did too, LaPlante, being a Packer fan. They're just loving up on MVS out of camp oh, yeah. right now. They said that he's just came in with a better mindset. He's kind of rounded out his game. He's a better route runner. He probably I've been hearing hit, hit, about him being a better route his, runner. His hands are probably still made of stone. But uh <laughs> I think MBS is the third target in this offense. LaPlante, let's see you. Uh, I like MVS. I like the potential for MVS. He's gonna get big plays. You seen it last year. He if he can catch the ball, he's gonna get the big plays. Uh I just I don't <laughs> he doesn't Tanya know what can catch the hands. ball at least. <laughs> I, but you got to look at it. Aaron Rodgers only throws the people he trusts, and he—you saw last year—he trusts Tunyon in the red zone, so he's a red zone threat when Devontae Adams is being double and triple covered. Um, sure, sure, you're definitely starting Tanyan in your tight end spot. I shouldn't say definitely, but I don't mind him in this match. I would be. Yeah, I think this is a good matchup for totally him. fine. Maybe. Good matchup for MVS. I think too as well. Um, yep. Devontae Adam taking all the coverage. Uh, but so let's move on to the Saints then. <laughs> you guys, uh, what are we going to get from Jameis? Uh, anything good, you think? I mean, Packer, I, I know I'm a Packers, you know, homer, but their I legit defense have is no all idea. right. Their pass no defense idea. is at least all right. Yeah, the defense, the, the pass defense is good. They don't have Michael Thomas to begin the year, which means Marcus Callaway, their number one receiver right now, because Traquan Smith was just announced to the IR today. Oof. They're uh, going to lean on K- Kamara a lot, I think. 
they better keep they better keep uh, Callaway on that other side from Jair Alexander because Jair doesn't normally travel with the corners, so make sure Callaway's on that opposite side going against whoever the Packers' second corner is. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> since we're talking about Callaway, I mean, it's kind of insane. In my Scott Fishbowl League, uh, we had the first week of uh, waivers this week, and you get a hundred dollars Fab budget, and there was somebody who spent all hundred dollars hundred dollars of their Fab budget on Marcus Callaway. What the fuck is that? Shout out. To that, shout I out to it. that guy. Shout out to that guy. Pretty sure he was a fan. Uh, <laughs> I dig it. That's fantastic. Dan, I think he's he was insane. a millennial too because I'm pretty sure his name was TikTok. Yeah. Hey, shout out to TikTok. You believe in a guy, man, go for him. Bang, bang. Uh, Call him out. Jesus, man. <laughs> uh, because we don't really trust Jameis to throw the ball, do we like Taysom Hill maybe? Never. Or no, not at all. Never. Never. Uh, we just uh, – we, I want to see what Taysom's going to do in this offense and how much he's going to vulture Jameis before I start Jameis any week. And like you said, LaPlante, this isn't the greatest matchup for Jameis. Way better matchup for Kamara. Way better matchup for Kamara, absolutely. He, he always destroys year. Green Bay, man. Yeah, what about, he last year. What about Tony Jones? No, I'm going to wait on him. I don't wait like and see. Uh, I mean, Do you think he walks right into that Latavius Murray workload? Or do you think Honestly, they got to no trust idea. him a little more? I think they're going to have to no trust idea. him a little bit more. They might give – I mean, that's a good bump for Alvin Kamara that they uh, l- released Latavius Murray. I think he might get more of the red zone work now, which is deservedly so. What, do you want him to score 25 touchdowns this year? Or, <laughs> it's or very what? possible if they don't <laughs> be that good. I mean, <laughs> want him to score 20? But I mean, Adam Troutman's apparently going to start. And then you got Juwan James. Are we even Juwan blinking Johnson. an eye? Juwan Johnson, sorry. Uh, I, I, are we even blinking an eye at either of these guys? Them, nah. them guys are waiting to see. I'm curious to see what happens because Juwan Johnson was running more routes than Adam Troutman when those two were on the field together in the preseason. Yeah, it's something to see with Jared Cook. Yeah, that offense uh, this past off season. So we'll move on to our next game then. We got the Denver Broncos at the New York Giants. Uh, this one has another kind of a stench, a stench on it that I don't know if it's going to be a, a shootout, but we no. have hope. We have no hope. chance. I'm, well, I'm saying we have hope with Teddy Bridgewater now. No Drew Locke running the uh, helm in Denver. Do, do you like any receivers against the Giants this week? The Giants are deceivingly tough to defense, man. James Bradbury is good, man. Yeah, so uh, depends Jones on who he's on. Hard. I don't I, know if he's going to be on Judy or Sutton. I totally don't love the matchup for either of the or for any of these receivers. In all honesty, if you want their defenses, that'd I like, be nice. Give Broncos like and Giants Judy. defense. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with. Uh, I, I should have made him my guy honestly this year. I, I like Jerry Judy this year with Teddy Bridgewater at the quarterback. I think he's just too good of a route runner. Route running uh, god, man. I know, and it, it's just I think he's gonna be open all the time, whether it's on the middle or up, <laughs> uh, down deep. I, it's just a matter of Teddy can get it to him. And Teddy supported two wide receivers last year for a thousand yards and DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. So I I love Jerry Judy as a breakout player this year. You so just I think, better you just better hope he's. James Bradbury's not covering it, man, because it's no fly zone. I don't think yet. he's fast enough to cover him. Ooh. He's pretty good, man. I think he's you're good, but he's, he's not fast. Pretty good. <laughs> he's good, but he's we'll not see. fast. So and, you think uh, he's just gonna shut out, shut down Corlin Sutton then? 
Yeah, well, that'd, be, no, that'd that's, be the easiest. That's yeah, what I was gonna say. If you had to start a receiver, and then bring the safety Sutton on Judy, or sometimes. Judy, probably I would lean Judy, man. Especially with Sutton coming back from the ACL, we're not hundred percent sure what we're gonna get. I'm rolling with Judy out of that group of receivers too. I just don't love it this week. All right. I mean, we announced it earlier too about Noah Fant playing this week. I mean. Do we do we like him this week? I mean, he's got the potential to take one to the house, but he's coming off an injury. I'm staying away. I'm starting Dallas Goodard over him at my in our home leagues. So yeah, I would, definitely I'd don't wait. love him. I'd wait on no fan. All right, how about uh, Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon? Uh, Javante making his NFL appearance. Do you think he's gonna ham- put a hampering on Melvin Gordon's ceiling this week? They put a hampering on both each other's ceilings, but. It says They'll something. both see double-digit touches. It says something that Javante Williams sat out his their last preseason game, and Fangio said that he he had seen all he needed to see from Javante. So that's almost like he's saying Javante's the starter, and Melvin's kind of just the guy now because he played in that final preseason game. Because Fangio said he, he was also more. coming off injury because he wanted to see Melvin yeah. get some action. Okay, okay. I mean, but you're I think Melvin's guy. gonna you're be the guy that gets all the PPR work, and he's gonna be the one you want. You're gonna be. I think you're gonna be relying on Javante. But have you been Williams. hearing what they're saying about Javante? That he's a stud. They're saying he's Kamara, Andrew, and James, and then some other guy. They're they're just giving a bunch of comparisons. I love the Andrew and James cap. And you, and you believe him all? No, it's, it's all over Twitter, man. But, all over uh, the Twitter sphere. I mean, so I mean, I, I I'd probably start Melvin Gordon in the flex over Javante in, in this matchup. But I mean, if you guys feel good with Javante, you can roll with him. I'm, I'm gonna take the same. But we'll move on to the uh, the running back on the other team for the Giants, Saquon Barkley. Um, we talked about it earlier. He's listed as questionable for, questionable for the game. Do we like him against this tough Denver Broncos defense? No. Depends on how I. You gotta start him if he's playing, but if he's not playing, then Ooh, good luck. We just got a real good question, boys, and this one's gonna make you think. Melvin Gordon or Zach Moss? Melvin Gordon. That wasn't Melvin easy. Gordon. That was easy. Yeah. Really? Zach Moss is. I don't love no. it, but Melvin Gordon. Wow. Zach Moss isn't gonna get any Ju- okay. work. Javante Williams or Zach Moss? Javante Williams. Javante, yeah. I don't want to. I think I'd take Moss over that one. I'd take Gordon over Moss, though. Thanks for the question, Hector. That was a good one. I I, I thought it was a good one. Um, so we'll move on to our Sunday night game. Well, no, we won't move on to him because we still need to talk about you know, you know, are we starting Sterling Shepard at all? We starting Kenny Galladay, Evan Ingram? We already said no. No. Yeah. Ingram's hurt actually might be done for the year. That's the rumor. I don't know if you guys saw that. That's I, I would think about Sterling Shepard. The guy gets seven targets a game last year. I don't year want any Andrew. of those assholes. I don't want anybody to power that offense clip, Saquon. No. All right. Then we'll move on to Sunday Night Football. We got the Chicago Bears at the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, <laughs> Andy Dalton's named the starter, but do you think we see Justin Fields at all in this game? No. No, I don't think so. Not too. even for some trickery. stupid. No, stupid. Why bring him out against one of the best defenses? Okay, since Justin Fields isn't going to start, we're, we're going to be rolling with uh, Andy Dalton. Do we like Allen Robinson against Jalen Ramsey in this tough defense? Got to yeah. start him. 
I know you got to start him, but temper your expectations. He's probably not yep. going to do very well. He's going to get the volume. I was going to say he gets fed though. He gets fed though. Whoever he plays against. I know, but I'm. I really don't have him. much faith in Andy Dalton this year. If I'm being honest with you. I know from you telling me that he's not better than Nick Foles just kind of boggles my mind a little bit. <laughs> I mean, Nick Foles has a Super Bowl MVP. That was right, four years. That was four Andy years Dalton ago, Nick man. Foles. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> you see Andy Dalton at the Cowboys last year. You see he's competent. Yeah, but I still don't think he's that great. But uh, so you're setting Darnell Mooney this week. Or are you playing him? Sitting him. I don't love it, but yeah, I guess. All right, so then. We'll move on to the Rams side of the, you know, ball because we're not playing either tight end in this <laughs> on that team. Do you like Stafford this week against a tough Bears defense? I do. I don't think it's as tough as it once was, man. Eddie Goldman's doubtful. So there's someone down on the off the defensive line. Robert Quinn's a bum, hurt. Not going to get a lot of pressure. And the Bears like go Kyle Fuller, so their secondary is crap. Like this. Enough. Listen to these names, guys. Jalen Johnson, Kendall Vildor, Duke Shelley are the Bears cornerbacks. You might have like heard Johnson. of you, you <laughs> might have heard you might have heard of Jalen Johnson. But if you're not a Bears fan, there's no chance you heard those other two guys. You should be starting Cooper <laughs> Cup and Robert Woods no matter what. Yeah. Cooper Cup is gonna just destroy Tyler Duke, Higby, I'd be Duke Shelley too. in the slot. Yeah, Bears were actually uh, very Start bad. Start the pass catchers for the Rams, for sure. The Bears were fourth worst against tight ends last season with fantasy points allowed. So yep. you almost want to start everyone in this offense besides the running backs because you don't yep. really know what you're going to get. And I know Eddie Goldman's out, but Akeem Hicks is there, and the Bears do a pretty solid job at stopping the run. I just feel like Stafford's just going to chuck it all over the yard. I, I yep. pretty much think – I. Pretty much no, sum I, that game I, up for I you, yeah, <laughs> I, I like uh, all of uh, Bobby Trees, Cooper Cup, and uh, uh, Tyler Higby, even yeah. though you can't spell Cooper Cup's name right. <laughs> uh, we'll move on to no, – you're fine. You're fine. It happens. That's what spell checks for. Uh, Monday night football game, uh, we got the Baltimore Ravens at the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, you're starting Lamar Jackson. No-brainer. Duh. Uh, I – if Latavius Murray plays, are we starting him? The Raiders' no nope. run defense is not very good. Definitely don't start anybody from that. Tyson Williams is the only one. Yeah, good. yeah. If you're like our buddy Zach, who uh, drafted J.K. Dobbins, the then he goes down. Then he drafts Gus Edwards, goes down, and then you're stuck with Tyson Williams. Go ahead and start him. He he, he might be fine. You might we, you might get a surprise week from him. Who knows? At this point, what do you got to lose? Right. So, I mean, then are we starting any wide receiver then for the Ravens? I mean, Marquise Brown is supposed to be making uh, – he's he's supposed to play. I mean, we got Mark Andrews. You're starting him, obviously. But do you like any receiver from the Ravens? You could throw Marquise Brown in the flex, I guess. Sammy Watkins is intriguing. I mean, it's week one. Sammy might drop 30-piece. It's week one, Sammy. <laughs> I was man. waiting for it. I was waiting for it. I, I would probably play Sammy, and that's it. Just hoping he has that week one uh, – Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, well, why the hell not? Um, so, I mean, other than Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews, that's, you, you're not really feeling confident about anybody on that offense. No. So we'll move on to the Raiders, who have just as much uncertainty as the Ravens at their uh, running back position, apparently, because, you know, they had to go out and sign Kenyon Drake this year. 
who do you like this week in this matchup? Because it's a tough defense uh, with the Ravens. Do we like Josh Jacobs or Kenyon Drake more? I probably like Drake more this week. I think there's yeah, the game could get out of hand, like yeah. Dylan was about to say. Yeah, Jacobs is going to struggle with trying to rush against that defense. So I could see Drake getting six, seven targets this game, you know, catching five of them for around 50 yards. He might be pretty solid. I Agreed. If Jacobs isn't involved in the passing game, and I know, Mike, you want him to be, but they haven't shown the willingness to No chance so. that he's – I've given up. Yeah, he's not going to be involved. You. The signing of Kenyon Drake is the, the proof in the pudding that he's not going to be involved in the passing game. Yeah, totally, totally. But, I mean, do we like Henry Ruggs or Brian Edwards? I mean, the cutting of uh, John Brown definitely showed some confidence at least. Wait and see. Do not start these guys unless you see what they can do. Yeah, I mean, apparently Brian Edwards is Terrell Owens, so. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm hopeful if, if you're in a pinch and you're really, really, really desperate, I'd play Henry Ruggs. Because they're going to have to throw the ball. They're going to be I'd down. I'd pick Brian Edwards over Henry. Just goddamn, John Gruden, use Henry Ruggs like you're supposed to. I know, it'd be yeah. nice. And obviously, we're smashing Darren Waller. It doesn't yep. even matter about the defense. He's... Smash, smash, yeah. Yep. Smash. Um, you guys have anything else to add about uh, that game? No, I think that pretty much wraps it up since we're going on an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, holy shit. I mean, but time flies, guys. That was... I was going to say, it did feel like an hour and a half. Oh, yeah, that was uh, – I love doing that with you guys. Um, but, yeah, that pretty much wraps it up this week. We'll be back uh... – Next, Next week. week. <laughs> uh, I hope so. I hope we don't get canceled. <laughs> yeah. Cancel. That's up. Yeah, for sure. Uh, All right. Well, you need some help. I was going to say you can, uh, you can follow uh, me on Twitter at uh, be like underscore Mike. Uh, Dylan, where can they find you? At dclemens2222. And please follow my work at fantasy6pack.net. Obviously, my start sit article comes out uh, every Friday. Please go check it out. How about you, I, Ike? You can find me at Ike2121. I do the injuries on Mondays. He's really good at it. <laughs> really good at explaining them. Uh, really good. We'll you might as well up. call him. What's up? What are, what are you doing? What are you right? Huh? <laughs> Well, actually, you know, I, I may not be writing, but here we go. Me, me and Dylan are actually doing a start sit uh, live you. pod on Sunday uh, from uh, what was it, ten to eleven? Ten thirty uh, to ten thirty to eleven thirty Central Time, and we might have a special guest this week. So uh, we will do. definitely have a special guest this week. Uh, spoiler alert: um, it's not Ike. <laughs> but uh. If anyone has any start sit questions, if anyone has any start sit questions, you could uh, hit me or Mike up on Twitter and just DM us, and then we will talk about them. On well, absolutely, we're gonna make your Sunday. questions uh, a priority right away on those on that uh, pod, and then we're gonna take any live questions if you guys have anything. All right, cool guys. Yeah, I think that pretty much wraps it up. All right, and. You guys, uh, I hope you guys have a good uh, weekend. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, watching some football this uh, Sunday at uh, your house, Dylan. We're going to make that annual breakfast. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Let's go. See you guys. Good luck this week. Peace, Peace. out. Bye.